0: Welcome to Piedmont Arts. I'm Rachel Stewart. Burnt Reeds is a Reed quintet of local professional instrumentalists and they have an interesting concert coming up on Sunday, February 4th at 3 p.m. at Free Range Brewing in Charlotte's Noda neighborhood. The concert is called Homegrown Melodies and it will feature newly commissioned works by local composers. It's a project that has brought together not only composers but also music producers, Uh, local independent mixed media artists, and of course, musicians, and they come from a variety of backgrounds. Here to talk to us about it are three members of Burnt Reads. We've got Dr. Dylan Lloyd, Dr. Jessica Lindsay, and Teal Tallison. So welcome. And I guess I could have said Dr. Lloyd and Dr. Lindsay are clarinetists, and Teal Tallison is an oboist. I don't know which one of you wants to take this question, but could you talk a little bit about the origins of this project and how it came together and, and the objective you had for it?
1: Sure. Well, Burnt Reeds was formed in 2020 because, you know, lots of good things happened in that year. <laughs> <laughs> and originally we were really looking for pieces that we felt represented our community, and we were going through a lot of reed quintet repertoire, and we realized that most of it was Eurocentric men, and we wanted to change that. So we had this big idea of commissioning local composers and really highlighting them on the stage and making something very specific to Charlotte, to North Carolina, and when we saw the infusion grant fund, we realized like this was our shot, this was our opportunity, and we thought there was no chance in the world of getting it. <laughs> but we rallied together and applied and we we're so thankful that we were given um, the infusion grant fund that helped us fund this project and helped us bring together so many different artists that will premiere in the, our event on Sunday, February 4th.
2: And
0: what's the infusion um grant fund what is that exactly
2: so there are lots of different grants out there that performing ensembles can use and artists can use but they're usually very specific in the goal of the grant and what made the opportunity fund unique is that it's a grant designed for people to apply with projects that don't typically fit within the parameters of normal grants. And so it really invites for some out-of-the-box creative thinking on, like, what's your big idea? And if it meets the goals that we're setting and it aligns together, then, like, opportunity. (laughs) Right in the name. Um, So that's kind of what the Opportunity Fund is all about.
0: Okay. So, um, So your project... Is probably not something that anybody had ever tried before, at least not around here. Right.
2: So yeah, go on Jessica.
0: I think it has a lot of really unique
3: aspects to it. Um, It is featuring local composers and local performers. And we extended local to, um, to be both the North and South Carolina. Um, And lots of, groups uh, like a, a Reed Quintet, which is what we are, um, will go on a, you know, they will have a commissioning call and ask for people to write music for them. Um, but we sort of had the, the special opportunity to really, you know, talk to each of our uh, performing members and really find people that we were already connected to and that people that were connected to the Carolinas. And so it's a really special opportunity to continue relationships and start new relationships, all sort of housed under the auspice of people who who live in this region. I mean, a lot of times um, I'm a university professor also. And so sometimes it's actually, there's more value in me traveling far away to perform and maybe performing music by somebody living in a different country. And this was a really special opportunity to really bring people together from this region to celebrate this region and the people who live here um, from all sorts of different kinds of backgrounds. So I think it is really special and we're, we're really, really excited about it, so.
1: Continuing on the idea of it being special We were very intentional with the people that we chose to be part of the project. We wanted to make sure that the composers and the visual artists didn't necessarily all look like us, because the musicians of the quintet do all present as Caucasian. And so we have African American composers and hip hop beats artists. We have uh, members of the LGBTQIA community. We have Latin American as well. And some of these composers, this is their first time being commissioned, which is a huge deal. And some are more established as being composers. So we were really trying to hit all breadths and realms of what the word diversity could mean in terms of representing our community on the stage.
0: Did you ask the composers to um, to have to write about something in the Carolinas or have that as some component or theme of what they were writing, or could they, you know, do whatever they wanted to do?
2: So we kind of, we had a very broad concept, um, and it's right there in the name, Homegrown Melodies. Um, And that was kind of the unifying feature and the prompt that we gave all composers um, with the idea of write something that reminds you of home and, you know, in a way, we kind of mean Carolina, but home is is very individual and personal. So it, um, it could mean other things to them. And I know at least one of our composers, it's about the drive that they take back and forth between home and Charlotte. So, like, it's a broad concept, but it's all centered around that home idea.
0: Well, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about a you know, two or three of the specific pieces as we have time. But I, I did think that that's an interesting idea. And um, I guess one question I have is, what is it like for um composers and musicians in the Carolinas, this part of the Carolinas right now, what, what kind of environment is this? Is this an environment where you've got a lot of people and a strong community, uh, a lot happening? Or is it sort of a small... Um, a small scene that's waiting to take off.
3: That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Um I've lived in a lot of different places um from Nebraska, Colorado, Alaska. I was born in North Dakota. Charlotte is the largest place that I've lived and I think I was a little surprised at the close-knitness, the 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 close-knit community of musicians. And performers in this space, because to me it was a little bit larger city. So I don't, I don't know if I can really comment <clears throat> on the size, but I think it's a really it's it's a community where we do all mostly know each other, or we've kind of seen each other, or we work together in different spaces. I think an exciting thing about our project too is it it is drawing together composers who work in different areas of music so of course we have our hip-hop beats producer um, and that's really special to bring in that different culture um, different than our like kind of classical music culture we have um, someone who's just like really spearheading exciting events in in modern music or sometimes what we in the music industry called new music and so that's a really special culture we have somebody who had never written for wind instruments before and that is its own you know primarily that person used to uh, has previously composed for strings and we have um, people who are you know really comfortable writing for this sort of space we have dylan is a composer who brought a whole type of cultural music into our realm, that of klezmer music. Um, And so it's, it's, your question is great, because I think in each of our own little spaces, we all really know each other well, but in this kind of amalgamation of different pieces, we are actually kind of uniting different cultures and people who uh, run or work in different circles and kind of bringing that all together. And I think that was a really fun thing to talk about in our grant um, application and then like here <laughs> come to life as we've been putting this music together. It's been so incredible. And I think this concert is going to be a really eclectic representation of many different musics from the Charlotte region.
0: Do you anticipate that this can be a catalyst for more of this type of collaboration and one of the things that is interesting about what you're doing is that it's, I, I would call it cross-genre. Maybe some people don't like to even think about genre, right? But you all are classically trained. Um, and like you said, you're working with a hip-hop, beats artist. And I just wonder, do you see this as maybe a catalyst for a little bit more cross-pollination and collaboration?
2: So in classical music, we have that broad term, new music, and we've been using it very broadly for a really long time to describe an enormous amount of different kinds of music. Mm -hmm. I do think that concerts like this provide an opportunity to expand what people that maybe don't, who are not familiar with classical music or new music, uh, to really like change their viewpoints to to give them a better idea of it's it's not that stuffy thing that you hear in the background or when I watch America's Got Talent and they play classical music and they show people yawning in the audience. <laughs> uh, it's it's there's so much more and it's, as you said like genre like it's it's useful to describe what we're doing but it is not encompassing all that we're doing. Um, So I do think it can be a catalyst to help people just have a a bigger idea of what classical music can be.
0: What about the idea of having this in a brewery as opposed to a traditional
2: setting for a concert? Uh, You know... Again, it goes back to the whole idea of like where do you watch classical music? And most people think it needs to be on a big stage. Um, and there needs to be all this pomp and circumstance, you gotta get dressed up, it's a whole evening out. Uh the beauty of a brewery is it's a non-conventional space, but it's a space that everybody uses. I mean, when when I go to a brewery, I see people with dogs, I see run clubs, I see uh, whole families, you know. <laughs> it's not necessarily what you would think, but you see, you know, those little uh, carriages, baby strollers, and like, you know, whole groups of people playing board games. It really does, it's a space that brings people from all walks of life into it. And so by putting our concert in, in there, we're inviting people that probably, some of those people are not going to go to the concert hall. So it's it's just another opportunity for us to, to find new audiences
1: and it's a great way to also connect with our local breweries or unconventional spaces in collaboration because they are community uh they're places of community already so we're just bringing our communities together
0: it's really kind of a no-brainer isn't it
1: yeah
3: absolutely (laughs) i want to give a shout out to free range because they're so like wonderful to to have us there. And I think they've really worked to cultivate that space, especially as a really a a lovely community space with things like soup day on January 1st and all the, all the amazing, like, um, programming that they work to, to bring into that space. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it is a no brainer. You're right.
1: (laughs) And that's kind of another aspect of what we're doing with Homegrown Melodies is it's not just about the musicians and the composers. We also are, you know, collaborating with the brewery as a venue. We're collaborating with local visual artists, with local photographers, with local videographers. We're really trying to bring everything to a local level to show just how truly amazing and special Charlotte, North Carolina and South Carolina are.
0: Right, and I think that gets a little bit at that uh, earlier question I asked about, you know, what is the what is the health of the community or what's the ecosystem like? And um, my guess is that a lot of people don't realize just how many folks like you are are creating and making original music and art and live right here, side by side with us. So, um, well, we've got just a, a couple of minutes left, so I thought since I got two of the composers on the uh, program today maybe each of you could talk a little bit about your work um and just give us a sense of what it's like and what to expect so Jessica you want to go first
3: sure sure happy to um yeah i'm kind of new to composing i i do mostly clarinetting in the world um but i'm I've been doing some composing over the last four or five years, really enjoying it. And my method into it has really been to connect with um, an electronic track. So my piece also has electronics to it. Um, I decided to kind of connect my home to the home of North Carolina that I hold now uh, by way of trains. Um, uh, Burlington Northern San Francisco runs right through my hometown in Bismarck North Dakota so um I've heard a lot of trains here also I think I woke up just the other night with a train sound in my coming through my bedroom and I just thought that would be really cool so I found a great recording of a train uh recorded here in North Carolina and then I um kind of started doing some research and I learned about a campaign by the Southern Railway that uh the title of the campaign was Land of the Sky. And I thought that was a really beautiful representation of North Carolina. And so I chose that kind of as my title. And then I started thinking about, you know, obviously the train represents the land and then to represent the sky I chose a recording of a Carolina Wren. And then had a lot of fun playing with those sounds and mixing and kind of making almost a sixth member of the ensemble in the electronic track. And so the live members of the ensemble really play off of that track. We um, we kind of imitate the sound of a um, of a train horn by stacking cord, a chord. You know, sometimes we don't realize in the world that most things have a pitch out in the world that we can find. Whether it's the hum of your refrigerator or it's a a train uh, train horn sound. So I really um, keyed into those uh, those pitches and matched them with the instruments and did a lot of, um, yeah, just kind of play uh, between a created track and then our five live instrumentalists.
0: How about you, Dylan?
2: So my piece is titled Growing Up Klezmer. Uh, Klezmer music... Has played a huge part in my development and my reason for being a musician. I think we all have that point in our journey where we're like, I want to be a clarinetist or an oboist. And klezmer, discovering klezmer and like actually like understanding what what it was was that moment for me when I was in high school. The piece is in four movements and klezmer well, actually, pa, klezmer music. So in case people are unfamiliar with what klezmer music is, uh, in a small definition, it's the instrumental folk music tradition of the Jewish people. And it's one of those music things that as soon as you hear it playing in the background of a movie, you kind of know what it is, but you might not know what the name of it is. It's klezmer. Um, and so I spent a long time studying it, traveling and learning about it, reading about it, Uh, writing about it it was a huge part of my dissertation so when it came to writing a piece it was was what i wanted to write and that's like home to me because it reminds me of my heritage reminds me of my mom um and it was just like this this is that home space for me so uh the first movement i really tried to capture what a klezmer band is um it's dance music there's a little bit of ceremony in it, but it's it's pretty true to what you would hear at a live performance of a band. And then alongside with like Klezmer bands, they also play Yiddish folk music, which is not really Klezmer, but Klezmer bands play it, so we, we call it Klezmer. And so the second movement's a lullaby, uh, Raisins and Almonds, which was sung to my mom and was sung to me when I was a kid. Um, and so that one... There's a little bit of Reed quintetty stuff in it, but it's pretty true to the song arranged for Reed quintet. It's not really klezmer, but it's in that klezmer space and then the third movement is a doinya which is uh this like almost cadenza rhapsody solo for one instrument with a backup band playing kind of static chords behind them and um that's a a showcase for the clarinets and that that's pretty true to klezmer but again with a little flair of reed quintet new music in it and a rain stick which the (laughs) rain stick is a callback to my mom um she was a folk singer uh and you know she had guitars uh ukuleles little egg shakers she would travel around with a whole bag of instruments drums and rain stick and so i originally wrote it with her rain stick in mind and we used it at the first rehearsal and i love my mom's rain stick but it's it's a small rain stick and it just it wasn't it didn't have a big enough sound so we purchased a bigger much more impressive rain stick <laughs> <laughs> uh so that movement's titled doing you on the rain um and i i don't know i just i have a lot of happy memories sitting out on the porch as a child with my parents watching it rain and so it just felt appropriate again that sense of home and the last movement uh, i call it a a carolina bulgar a charlotte bulgar an uptown stomp um and Mm. it's klezmer derived and there's definitely like elements of dance music in it but it's more new musicy and really designed for a reed quintet so there's little it sounds klezmer but it is read quintet music um, and it's kind of that idea of this is me now and so you get this whole progression of me through my life hence the name growing up closer right
0: and that's your homegrown yeah part <laughs> right um I'll just mention the names of the other composers who are on the program Madison Bush Amber Ferens. Um, Zach Zubo and um, Royal City Leaf and Elizabeth Kowalski. So just wanna make sure I got their names in there, but thank you all very much for being here today and telling us about this great uh, concert, Homegrown Melodies. Um, and can you give us the details about how people can get tickets?
3: Folks can check out our social media and the tickets are free. We'd love for you to register. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing tickets out the door, but we're encouraging folks to register um, ahead of time. And we are also going to be streaming via social media from our uh, Burnt Reads social media handles. So check us out there.
0: Okay. Burnt Reads. By the way, that's spelled B-U-R-N-T-R-E-E-D-S. And the concert is Homegrown Melodies. It'll be February 4th at 3 p.m. at Free Range Brewing in Charlotte's No Dot neighborhood. And I've been talking to three members of Burnt Reads, uh, Dr. Dylan Lloyd, Dr. Jessica Lindsay, and Teal Tallison. Thank you all.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.